Good morning, beloved. Welcome to Sunday Church. For those online, you can find us on Facebook. Our handle is at Beloved Sons of God. So write to us and then we'll tell you where we gather. Below this video is nothing today because <laughs> I have no scriptures. It's a Q&A. I took the Q&A because we do it once in a fortnight or uh, maybe two months. Uh, I like it when you ask me questions because I see where you're at. Because it's one thing that I'm speaking. It's another thing I want to know how you're listening. Uh, and then what I need to redo again. And so I like it. So uh, we're not about no questions or don't come to me with questions. In those questions, sometimes I see, uh, you know, how you're listening to certain things. Uh, even as the word is going out every Sunday, the Holy Spirit imparts to each one what they need to hear. It's almost like he's like the distribution channel. And so to someone, and sometimes people come and say that, you know, and you spoke this. And in my head, I'm like, but I meant this, but they received it as this. And that's what the Holy Spirit is doing to that word. And you receive, each one receives very differently. Okay, so I asked you, you can still write if there are Zoom, our Zoom sons. If you have some questions, write uh, to me. You can WhatsApp me and I'll still take it today. Or if you put it on there, there's somebody um, behind the Zoom with the chat. Za, then you can bring me those uh, questions if they ask. Okay, so some of you already did. So I'm going to take it. Um, again. Um, <clears throat> so let's get into the word. Uh, I saw I'm going to take generally, I'm not going to take your names to the questions you've asked. But I'm going to highlight a, a bit again on sanctification. Okay, sanctification. So can I have the board up, please? Uh, yeah, I would have loved this a little up. Up, up, little up. No, this, this up. No, no, not this, the stand up. Yeah. Uh, the sons at the back can come ahead. Yeah, that's it. That's it. So engage with the seven spirits. The spirits are very real. I wanted to share that testimony of my mom. Uh, she reminds me of my own messages. <laughs> you know, when I'm saying and then she'll be like, Pray, you need to hear this. You spoke on this. So something happened. Uh, you know, I, I uh, like if some of you all know, whoever, everything is going back to normal. And like the traffic on the road is just crazy. Okay, so I went all the way from car to my mom's house and it took me like an hour. And I'd gone there specifically to deliver something to her. And then I talked with her, you know, there was a lot of like things going on that day. A lot of the environment was stressful. And so I was sharing about that with her. And so I had a chat with her and then I came back. And then I come to Starbucks and I realized the very purpose I'd gone to my mother is still with me. Okay, and uh, you know, I was just like, oh, and now to think of going back, it's going to take me two hours because the traffic on the road is crazy. And so my mom, I was telling her, she's like, Priya, the seven spirits, relax. <laughs> okay, so I'm like, yeah, mom. And then so I go and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm literally looking into my back. And then I see right there behind my brother sitting on the the sofa right behind me in Starbucks. And then I look at Sandeep and I'm like, oh. I can give it to him and he can take it home. And so I call up mom. I said, mom, guess what? I said, I met Sandeep. Sandeep is my brother. And uh, she's like, Priya, I just said spirit of rest. You are with her. <laughs> and you know, you're going to make this way for her, you know, to uh, settle all things. And, uh, and yeah, rest was there. And, uh, you know, I gave Sandeep uh, whatever he had to take. And then he, he took it to mom. And, I, uh, you know, your life is so finished. And even as you really engage and learn to rest, 
in all things, you'll realize that the flow is always there. And, uh, you know, your righteousness, you'll see it working on your behalf for you. So, um, so let me take some <clears throat> questions, okay? Some, uh, some sons have asked me. Okay, so we're going to read a few things. So I'm going to take the last thing first about... Um, let's talk about prayer, okay? I'm not against prayer at all. You can pray as much as you want. <laughs> you have people who call you up, pray for them. But it may not lead to anything. You want a son to be effective, that's what we're after, okay? So let's understand prayer. So if someone calls you and says, Priya, pray for me. I can pray for you, but understand what they're saying. Just let's break it up. They're saying about, uh, what do you want prayer for? You want me to pray for you. So what does that mean? You want me to go to the Father and stand and intercede on behalf of you. Whose position is that? to do in the first place. Christ is the one who came to bring you back to the Father. So a lot of people ask for prayer. They do it because they really don't understand it. And deep down, if you look, the, there are times when I've asked. And I've only asked when I really believe that God wasn't listening to me. And so I thought maybe he'll listen to somebody else. And that's a lie from the pit of hell. There are very few times I've done that. And I've realized the time when I've really done that is I really felt like maybe someone else asks. And that's when you know, when let's look at, um, let's look at John. Okay, let's open up John. Now I'm taking the, the questions that have been asked, but these are like, I'm just taking overall to understand. Okay, and we'll address more. I have a sermon on beloved on prayer. You can go hear it. Uh, let's look at John chapter... Mm, I've written it down somewhere. Okay, John chapter 16, verse 25. Okay, let's see what does it say in that. John chapter 16, verse 25. Okay, these things I have spoken to you in figurative language. Now, this is talk Jesus talking to his disciples. But the time is coming when I will no longer speak to you in figurative language, but I will tell you plainly about the Father. In that day, you will ask in my name, and I do not say to you that I shall pray the Father for you. One second. So Jesus is saying, in that day, you will come to me, and ask me for things, but even I am saying that I'm not going to pray to the Father for you. Why? He says, for the Father himself loves you. What does he say? For the Father himself loves you because you have loved me and have believed that I came forth from God. I came forth from the Father and I've come into the world. Again, I leave the world. And I go to the Father. What is Jesus saying? For the Father himself loves you because you have loved me and have believed that I came forth from God. How do you get saved? How does the Bible say you get saved? Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you get saved. Now you've come into the kingdom. You become another son of God. Just like Christ 
He is the greater one in you, but you've become another son. Like I said, a seed, the fruit will multiply after the seed. So if the seed is the seed of apple, you will get oranges. What will you get? Apples. Christ is called the seed. And after you got born again, you become one with that seed. What has popped? Christ. A bunch of sons. Sons multiplying. And so now you can go to the father directly. So can I pray? Of course I can pray. But then the whole spiritual realm knows this son of God just went and asked her for prayer. You lose your ground. Then you wonder why you get hit. And it's a cycle that you go in. See, sonship is not about speaking, I'm son, I'm son. You take sonship in small things. I told you, it's behind the locked doors. How do you address the small things that come your way? And then you'll realize even as you're not forgetting in the small things, be it what the boss said, what the maid said, and then you're just resting, you're pulling down those thoughts. Tomorrow there is somebody who's got sick and you walk into the room and the demon will flee. You don't even have to speak it. I remember I was listening many years ago to Curry Blake and he was, uh, you know, talking about uh, <clears throat> this new creation realities. And, and so he goes to one, um, this lady has cancer and he just picks up the phone and this person gets healed. It's because his spiritual realm knows how the son is maybe in small things that you don't have to prove your sonship in bigger things. Things submit to you. So... I always say, and I tell everybody, your job is to keep pressing forward in who you are. The very things that are in your path right now. For me, yesterday, it was about the chaos that I was in and in that place resting and not forgetting I'm a son. And what is it that if I do that, that do you know that something else here, this big problem will fall? Everything is about you not forgetting. I told you the solution to everything is Christ in you. And so what is happening even as you're waking up? All of the things around are shifting now. So people can come and ask me for prayer. And I do that sometimes if they want me to pray. But you're giving up your position. Like Sachin, uh, Sunil said, I keep calling him Sachin. <laughs> Sunil said, you know, he came when he was asking, uh, pray for my father. I can pray for his father. But I understand who came and asked me. Christ in him has come to another Christ, pray for my father. Just the fact that he belongs to Christ, he'll be fine. And so that's what I said. I said, Christ coming to another and asking me, and he remembered, he's like, yes, yes. I said, just rest. Just the fact that he belongs to you, Psalm 91. Nothing can touch anything that belongs to you. Nothing of all that the Father has given me will come to me. I can't lose anything of it. It's a rest and you'll realize how that life is flowing even to your loved ones from you. Resurrection life is in you, touching everything around you. So even as you're resting, not worrying, not worrying after the problem, not running after it, you'll realize there's this constant supply of life that is flowing out of you and fixing those very things around you. And then his father got discharged. Now, what does it say about prayer? about sickness especially when people call you for you know uh, uh, Jesus is never praying to the father about sickness he treats it like a thief that needs to get out 
So he commands it out of the body. So you're not praying really and interceding if somebody is, if an unbeliever say comes to you and somebody is sick, yeah, in the name of Jesus, or you, uh, the Bible says, lay hands on the sick and they will get well. I told you there's a testimony when I started trying out my powers. You know, as sons, you have powers. All of these gifts and everything that you have, these are powers to use on the other sons because it says in uh, i think it's in one john the son of man has come why was the son of man born son of god to destroy the works of the devil so all sickness poverty all of this is works of the devil and you were here to destroy all of that so remember once i got a prayer need uh, and you know her you know puja she's come here among us okay she uh, she had juvenile diabetes and she had not taken her medicine. Uh, you know, she was young and she was in the ICU. Her body was bloated up and, um, you know, she was given 24 hours to live. And so I remember that day and um, I wanted, I, I thought I'll do the agreement prayer. Like if two of you agree, then it is done. So I went with a friend of mine. I said, let's go in. And so I go in on this day. The father makes an appointment, asks the doctors, everything. And so I'm, I go in. And then I said, okay, I said, let's agree about this, that this, she's fine. Okay. And this was in the early days. I was still understanding the word of God. And so I go in and then I, I now prayed for her. I come out and my friend starts just talking about this problem. Okay. Oh my God, she's going to die. And so in my head, I'm thinking there is no agreement here. You know, I was like, what have you said? So, and I knew that she's going to die. Like that, this just not, you know, going to happen. So the next day I decide, I said, I'm going to go on my own and let me just find another thing. And then I saw, it says that the Bible says, lay hands on the sick and they will get well. It said, lay hands on the sick and they will get well. If you believe in me, you become a son of God, you'll do the same things like Christ, lay hands and they will get well. Do you know that even when you pass by, if someone touches you, they can get healed. Your shadow can also heal because that happened to Christ. Even as you're waking up, all of the these things will start happening. So I went the next day, I said, okay, no speaking, nothing, just lay. And this time I can't tell the father now I need another appointment with your daughter, you know? And so it was not a visiting day. It was not the visiting hours, but I just wanted to go because her condition was going worse. So I went on the second floor. I didn't ask. I just entered the ICU and I can hear people talking about me behind. Excuse me, excuse me. And I'm just walking ahead, ahead. And then I take the sanitizer because those are the protocols. This was a many years ago. I take it so that they're not yelling that I touched somebody without the sanitizer. And then I just touched her feet and the nurse comes. You're not allowed to be here. I said, Oh, I'm so sorry. I said, I just wanted to see how she was doing. I said, I didn't know. And I walked out the next day she came out of a coma, okay? And um, she was out of a coma. The doctor said that she would be paralyzed. And I told her father, she's not going to be paralyzed on 17th. That's why the father knows 17th. I don't know if it was 17th March. I'm not too sure. But on 17th, I said, she is going to be walking and doing everything. Cutting a lot, long story short, she was putting her hands up, everything. Now she's walking, you'll have met Pooja, okay? Uh, the word of God is true. Now, even as you're waking up, all of the th these things around you are shifting to you. There have been many times where I've not even laid hands. I just hear and someone has called me and I, uh, I remember my sister, this was during those days, her sister's boss had uh, breast cancer or diagnosed with bre breast cancer. So my sister, she doesn't, she's not yet fully, she, she believes, but you know, like, uh, has Christ in her, like living. 
So she calls me up and she says, Priya, my boss uh, called me up and said about cancer. Now, if she called me, then who is she calling? If she calls you, who is, who is somebody calling? Christ. So who is the savior? Christ in you. From you, it shouldn't go anywhere else. Not going to put it on a whole prayer chain. No, it came to me. It stops right here. And so I said, don't worry. It's not cancer. Wrong diagnosis. I just spoke it. I didn't even understand the whole thing. I just said, this is my judgment. Because a son has righteous judgment. Just judge it. <laughs> right now, about that sickness that came to you, nope, this is wrong. I get a call. And in that time, all the thoughts that came to mess with me was, but your sister doesn't believe. And then she's, but all of that just fell down because I was like, if she called me, she called the savior in me. And so this stops right now. I got a call after two days that there is no cancer in, in her thing. I don't know what happened, what happened between the report and that, that there is no cancer. Okay. Now that is you. Now you'll realize in small things, when you start doing this, tomorrow you go for a job interview, you're not really saying much and things start shifting for you. Is because in small things, you've started seeing your sonship. You don't have to tell. It's not like you keep addressing it everywhere. Everything is, 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 uh, knows you're a son and responds to you. Okay. Now let's talk about sanctification. Okay. So I want to take that verse in John 17. Okay. This is very important. I'll answer some of your questions. Okay. It says here. Okay. Uh, I, someone asked me about Ukraine. What do you do about praying about Ukraine? Okay, I addressed this before. Christ is all about, let's see this. Um, um, okay, yeah, yeah. John 17, I'm going to say verse 6. I have manifested your name to the men whom you have given me out of the world. What is he saying? I have manifested your name to? Some, to the men that you have given me out of the world, they were yours, you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they have known that all things which you have given me are from you. For I have given to them the words which you have given me, and they have received them, and have known surely that I came forth from you, and they have believed that you sent me. Now, who is he praying for? Verse 9. I pray for, who is he praying for? I pray for them. Now, see the next verse. I do not pray for the world. What? This is so not what we are taught. But what is Christ saying? I do not pray for the world, but for those you have given me for they are yours. What are we praying for? Life more in the body. What is the way out of the problem of even the Ukraine mess? Get saved. Get saved. In Christ, there is rest. There is everything in Christ. I can give food and I can give so many things. It will be temporary solution. We are for it. We give and you know other things are uh, people are doing it and it's fine. But it will just be a short fix. How do you get the long fix? Get saved. Okay. So it says here, see this. I pray for them. I do not pray for the world, but for those whom you have given me, for they are yours. And all mine are yours, and yours are mine, and I am glorified in them. Now I am no longer in the world, 
but these are in the world and i come to you holy father keep through your name those whom you have given me that they may be one as we are one while i was with them in the world i kept them in your name those whom you gave me i have kept and none of them is lost except the son of perdition that is judas judas that the scripture might be fulfilled but now i come to you and these things i speak in the world that they may have my joy fulfilled in them verse 14 i have given them your word and the world has hated them because they are not of the world just as i am not of the world what is he saying i have given them your what has he given them what has he given us what has he given you he has given us his word now what is he saying the world has hated them because they are not of the world you sons are not of the world okay just as i am not of the world i do not pray that you should take them out of the world god is not praying jesus is not saying that he should take us out of the world to the father but that you should keep them from the evil one they are not of the world just as i am not of the world now see this verse 17 very important sanctify them by your truth your word is truth so where in this world this is the world this is one rem where the law of sin and death dwells we are in this world but not of this world and this is in christ how do you keep staying here how do you have all the life manifest it says sanctify by the word your word is truth okay so someone asked me about this what does it mean by how do i get this to to work for me so every time i keep explaining you right like when an indian goes to sri lanka so let's do indian goes to sri lanka let's do an indian goes on a vacation to america okay you go to america you've gone on a vacation you're living there you're enjoying everything you're going to the parks okay suppose now all the all the americans have to pay 50 dollars to get into disneyland but say the the foreigners who've come there it's free will you go and stand in the line there are there are and in disney world there are two lines it says foreigners and then it says americans 50 dollars and then foreigners free which line will you go and stand foreigners the free line why will you go and stand there who told you because you know your passport says it you know that you're not american i'm not going to pay 50 dollars now what if an american comes and just pulls you and says you have to stand in this line and pay 50 dollars what will you do you'll sanctify there and there and say excuse me that is called sanctification separating yourself and saying excuse me i'm not going to pay 50 dollars because i'm not american i am indian i am a foreigner i'm in your land but i'm not from your land i'm in this world 
but I'm not from this world. So this doesn't apply to me. That's called sanctifying yourself by the word. And that's how you constantly keep separating yourself in every conversation. Suppose now you go and they've invited you home for dinner. And then they start talking about their president. Will you engage in that conversation also? And the president is a hard taskmaster and has given them some more taxes to pay. And then will you be at that table and say, yeah, it's so terrible. It's on my pocket heavy. Will you say all these things? Why will you sanctify them and suddenly separate and not indulge in that conversation? Why will you do that? Because it doesn't apply to you. You're not American. You're Indian. You come from another land. You're just vacationing here. You're in transitory. I'm just vacationing through this world. I'm in this world. I'm not of this world. Just like Christ. Okay. In all things, when you realize who you are, it's not a scripture to be taken. It'll come naturally, you'll end up sanctifying in all small things because you really believe you're Indian. You're not convincing yourself every day. That's what's happening. After some time, all the scriptures, everything you're speaking, you're doing, everything is one, is because you know you're not. You're in this world, but not of this world. So how do you constantly get the life of this world working for you? It says sanctified by the word. The word is truth so in all things sickness is showing up in your body and then you sanctify and saying yeah but resurrection life is my nature and even as you learn to stop running after the problem you'll realize that the resurrection life that is in you is already at work already was already doing kicking out all the death out of your body it works by resting it works by not worrying all of these things, resurrection life, all of the law of life works by simply sanctifying means in that time, don't forget who you are. See, everything tries to pull us in the flesh. That means shift from our position and start acting on it. It's like the storm, the boat that Jesus was in. The storm is outside trying to wake him up and do something. And then in that position, Christ is just sleeping in that circumstance. He can see the water come. He can hear the wind touch his face. He can hear the loud thundering. But in that time, he's not allowing the situation to grab him and pull him in the flesh. And he rests. And then from that place, then the storm bows down to him when he says, be still. Peace, be still. Everything comes to grab you, even the situations, right? And that's the time it says labor to rest. That means it simply means labor to not forget you're different. Everything is different. Don't let the problem try to give you an identity. Separate yourself and learn to just rest. Sometimes it means rest means speaking. Sometimes rest means not speaking. God will lead you in all things. Okay, and but what is sanctification? Separating yourself, constantly sanctifying, separating yourself and saying, believing who you are, okay, speaking it. So see here, it says here, it says, <clears throat> sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, I have also sent them into the world. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself that they also may be sanctified by the truth. That's what it means. That's how you get everything to work for you by sanctification. Just believe. Don't let something else give you an identity. Okay. So let me, um, 
just read that okay can you again cover how sin is in the flesh and we may sin from time to time but we have jesus as righteousness on us the second question what being led by the spirit is again and what it looks like in our emotion situations truth etc okay so let's look at romans let's read romans chapter 7 beloved is awake and alive sharper than any two edged sword <laughs> piercing even to the division of soul and spirit that's who you are okay verse uh, romans chapter 7 verse 13 romans is like the bible of the bible just keep reading romans there is so much life in this so much truth okay see this it says here has then now paul is talking about this okay now i'm going to read romans 7 chapter uh, uh, chapter 7 verse 13 has then what is good become death to me he's talking about the law here certainly not not but sin that it might appear sin was producing death in me through what is good so that sin through the commandment might become exceedingly sinful verse 14 for we know that the law is spiritual but i am carnal sold under sin now see this for what i am doing i do not understand but what i will to do that i do not practice means i want to do something i don't want to eat it i want to fast but then i go and grab the donut okay but what i hate that i do uh, i don't want to say it but <laughs> slapped him with my mouth so it says here one second if then i do what i will not to do i agree with the law that it is good but now now see this verse 17 this is what paul is saying but now it is no longer i who do it but sin that dwells in me after adam sinned first before the fall spirit soul body everything was sinless for adam after adam didn't listen to his dad he listened to the devil what happened his spirit died that's why in ephesians it says that you were spiritually dead and then god made you alive in christ so christ came to make dead people live because you were dead in your sins okay so what happens so after adam sinned his spirit died his soul that is what's getting every time i keep saying you 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 it's actually at some level it's you're renewing your mind your soul is getting saved it started believing new things the soul your soul man it partook from the tree of knowledge of good and evil so all this knowledge that you have today came from the tree of knowledge of good and evil that's why the no, we don't want when it says we have the spirit of knowledge is not the knowledge of the tree of good and evil it's the knowledge of him what is the knowledge of him it is his truth what he says about who you are okay it's a different knowledge and so what happened the whole soul got destroyed and the body started catching up to it that's why adam was gradually dying thousand years and then it started progressively going shorter and shorter and shorter okay and so now what happens in christ so where is the law of sin and death let's read that okay it says here i'll read that and we come back to it but now it is no longer i who do it but sin that dwells in me is sin the law of sin and death there it's in your members verse 18 for i know that in me that is in my flesh 
nothing good dwells for to will is present with me but how to perform what is good i do not find for the good that i will to do i do not do but the evil i will not to do that i practice now if i do what i will not to do it is no longer see this it is no longer i who do it but sin that dwells in me that's why you don't get your identity from the flesh you can have a fight and you can say some bad things don't get condemned shake it off and don't let your body and your flesh tell you who you are you address it as yeah it's sin in my members it's not who i am that's what paul is saying it's no longer i who do it it's no longer you who do it but sin that dwells in you okay now see this um <clears throat> for i delight in the law of god according to the inward man but i see another law in my members warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin which is in my members that's why i said where is the law of sin and death it's in your members so this body tends to fall sick because the law is there of sin and death but guess what when you got born again it says that your body is dead and now what is alive in you it's the spirit of life that's why your life is now coming through your holy spirit giving life to this dead body mortal body constantly repelling sickness out of you and how do you get this law to work by resting and not fighting by simply remembering and not forgetting even as you're learning to calm just be restful you'll realize that law automatically is already always kicking things out for you okay now see this it says here i see another law okay in my members warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin which is in my members verse 24 o oh, wretched man that i am who will deliver me from this body of death i thank god through jesus christ our lord so then with the mind i myself serve the law of god but with the flesh the law of sin verse 8 chapter 8 there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in christ jesus are you in christ jesus who do not walk according to the flesh but according to the spirit it means we are not we don't get our identity from the flesh but from the spirit okay it says for the law of the spirit of life in christ jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death for what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh god did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh on account of sin he condemned the sin in the flesh that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh but according to the spirit that's why jesus had to come and die he walked his whole life on your behalf perfect without sinning he went on the cross his body was crucified because he paid the whole punishment every sin that you do is called sin in the flesh but he took it on himself that's why it says today he was condemned so that now you go free that's why our identity this this flesh of yours is going to mess up here and there but we do not get our identity from the flesh it means stop letting it tell you who you are it means you you disconnect and you say yeah that's sin in my members but it's not who i am your identity comes from what your father says okay it says verse 5 for those who live according to the flesh set their minds on things of the flesh 
but those who live according to the spirit the things of the spirit now to be carnally minded if you keep going and trying to get holiness in the flesh that's never going to happen because the law of sin and death is here it says here for to be carnally minded is death but to be spiritually minded getting your identity from what christ says about you is life and peace we'll go deeper on this because the carnal mind is enmity against god for it is not subject to the law of god nor indeed can be so then those who are in the flesh cannot please god and then you're trying so hard to get his approval of you by the things that you do and he's like that's all flesh he's saying no it says those who are in the flesh cannot please god but now see this what it says in verse nice but but you are not in the flesh but in the spirit if indeed the spirit of god dwells in you now if anyone does not have the spirit of god he is not his verse 10 and if christ is in you what has what has happened to the body the body is dead because of sin but guess what but the spirit is life because of righteousness okay but if the spirit of him who raised jesus christ from the dead dwells in you he who raised christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you this is the way sickness gets pumped out i'm telling you i can lay hands now there are gifts that is given someone comes sick if if, if an unbeliever comes sick to you has got sickness in their body yeah it says that the, there are verses in the bible this word that says if any among you is sick what does it say call for the elders let them lay hands then it says confess your sins to god confess your sins one to another because we're one body you did something wrong just it says but he, the core of it it says let them know that their sins are forgiven because it's condemned heart can't receive it's like the flow condemnation i told you condemnation kills righteousness leads to life okay and so what happens so yeah i can lay hands and get fixed but that person may fall sick again how do you keep the tap open and running righteousness consciousness the more you start resting in who you are you'll realize you're not going from prayer to prayer it's a long fix that now constantly resurrection life is in you giving life to your body all sickness is gone so can i yeah there are times when i've laid hands on people anointed them with oil and done all of those things but i my prayer is always that they don't stay there that they grow from there and that's why sometimes i say hey let's latch you on to a higher truth resurrection life is in you it's constantly kicking things out now why do i i like i said people who have who've never had a personal relationship with god like in your one on one they are constantly in need of prayer 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 because they see the father like god and so yes if you don't see him like father you'll need to go to a higher species and say higher species deliver the lower species it's that understanding once you come to know you're a son that he's father same species then you start resting in divine nature so to get them they need to be under the right tree for a very long time you can speak one word they'll still come back the next sunday because it's not one message it's constantly hearing and constantly hearing till you know you're indian and you're in another land and you don't need the passport to see it every day you just know so now you're resting you're naturally walking you're naturally sanctifying you're doing everything because you know you're in this world but not of this world it's coming naturally to you you are understanding 
constant. In all things, sanctify yourself. In all things, in the conversations that you have, in where you're going, in the situation that you're in, you're constantly sanctifying. After some time, it becomes natural because you know your origin is different. You look like them, but you're not one of them. That's what Jesus was doing. We sanctify ourselves. We stay in this realm, in this world and not of this world. We have the laws of this land and our kingdom work for us by sanctification, by constantly separating. Symptoms are coming, yeah, but resurrection life is in my nature. That's sanctification. Now you learn to rest. Yeah, they are worrying, but I can't because I have a heavenly father. Sanctification. In all things, you're separating yourself, okay? So, <clears throat> so, so you don't get your identity. So is sin in the flesh there? Yeah, it acts up, but it's not who you are. You separate yourself from it. And how do you get, she's asking, how are you led by the spirit when in, it's in your emotions, in your situations? It's all by sanctification. The Bible tells us, therefore, brothers, we are not debtors to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But it says here, if by the spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For as many as are led, that means allow themselves to be dominated by the spirit of God, are sons of God. In all things, your emotions tell you one thing, and then you dominate it. You are not going to tell me who I am. I sanctify and saying, no, joy is my portion. My fruit is self-control. Someone asked about the fruits. Self-control. Yeah, it is. It's, I'm not trying to be self-control. This is who I am. And it says, even as you rest in any situation, you'll produce the fruits. You don't run after the fruits. You don't have to make a fruit. A fruit will be produced. Even as you rest in that situation, maybe it was in a traffic jam and you didn't lose your cool that was just patience there just resting because you know the car can't fly it's useless of you honking so much you maybe learn to chill and rest and what was happening patience somebody else is like yeah you went to this lovely feast and you know you were just resting and then what happened self-control you were not like popping everything that was coming on the tray and you were not like just a glutton there and even as you're resting you're being led by the Holy Spirit, these fruits, which is the truth of who you are, is already, you'll see that it's producing, okay? So, um, what does it look like? Yeah, in your emotions, situations, constant sanctification, okay? It's not a formula. We, in all things, um, allow the Holy Spirit, just um, the best way to do it is whenever a problem presents itself or a situation, try not the situation, drag you into it. Because everything is coming to say, get you in the flesh and act like, react. Come on now, speak it, shout at me, get, let's get into a fight. And that's the time where you're like, ah, yeah, it's, and then you, the more you start doing it, you'll realize how powerful you are, that everything falls down to your feet. There was no fuel to fire. Does that make sense? There, there was nothing in the first place. Okay. Uh, what is intercession for our sons? How to do it? What and for who does Jesus intercede for at the right hand of the Father? Let's look at Romans 8.34. Romans 8.34. Hmm. Okay, verse 24. Romans 8.24. For we were saved in this hope. But hope, 
we were saved in this hope but hope that is seen is not hope for why does one still hope for what he sees but we hope for what we do not see we eagerly wait for it with perseverance likewise verse 26 the spirit also helps in our weaknesses who is the spirit helping who is the spirit helping us likewise the spirit also helps in our weaknesses for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought but the spirit himself makes intercession for who for us with groanings which cannot be uttered now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of god now we know that all things work together for good to those who love god to those who are called according to his purpose for whom he foreknew that is you he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son that he might be the firstborn among many brethren moreover whom he predestined these he also called whom he called these he also justified whom he justified these he also glorified what is christ doing at the right hand of the father interceding that's why on bible study i said forget cast all your cares we get into his intercession what he is praying for i believe there's only one prayer that christ is getting formed in you because he's all about his body <laughs> he clearly said jesus said i'm not praying for the world i'm praying for the ones you gave me what is he interceding for what is all the fivefold ministry for till you come to the maturity of the perfect man till christ is getting formed in you who is your best helper the holy spirit i remember when i was alone because i didn't have any christian friends even if i wanted to i had no one to call up and say pray because i didn't have anybody so i was so dependent on the holy spirit so when i read that the praying in tongues fixes fixes things i was so happy as to pray and so and then i remember that time i used to pray like few things and it would get fixed so i just knew whatever i say is very powerful because it gets things done in like seconds i should just pray uh, in tongues and it would get and so once when i met church people and then i used to wonder why they have so many problems so in my head i remember once telling somebody this guy came to me and he said you know i've got this problem and i said yeah but the you don't pray that tongues so he said yeah. i said so then how come it's still there and really i used to find it weird they like, how come you the problem is still there like children tongues fix it because literally i'd seen i used to pray in tongues and i used to read psalm 91 and things used to get fixed it was like my thing that i used to do that time so i found it so weird and i then i and uh, you know those are times i realized that when i entered church that they were so dependent on people they have no personal relationship and that's why i'm not about no fellowship we'll get there but you'll be fellowshipping with each other as sons and not as orphans that's why when you come to beloved i stress more on go to the father directly first because you have no personal relationship and then you start building on personal relationship and then you can be a savior to another savior meaning a son ministering to another son okay and the holy spirit here see it says here if you don't pray it doesn't say pick up the phone and call for a prayer request it says the spirit knows to help us in our weaknesses for you don't know what to pray pray in tongues about that situation it's better than asking somebody else pray for me what are they going to go and petition and stand in front of the father on your behalf because you died on the cross it's christ 
who is the intercessor don't give up your position of the beloved you do that like this in small things his father got fixed because he didn't forget his position as a son and the more you're taking in small things then you'll realize the money that was stuck with the boss has released <laughs> because spiritual ram knows oh the son is waking up not even going for prayer anymore oh because he knows he can't go for prayer <laughs> you know he's a son he doesn't need prayer if you start waking up to who you are it's not about can i you can you'll not want to because how powerful you are everything fears you but you only need saving i told you once god gave me a dream and i saw my house in heaven and i told you i had no fence i said why do i have no fence and it was like uh, like heaven but you know trying to give me a reality of a truth of where i am maybe in this world he's saying you have no fence because everything fears you imagine jesus living in a house and he puts up a fence outside his house the fear of the lord like she said you walk in the fear of the lord the fear of the lord is not towards god it's from you the demons and the darkness fears you so you don't need any prayer and it's like i said now understand what i'm saying you are understanding what i'm saying the situation and the biggest problem will submit to you when you stop doing foolish things like running to each other and asking to fix christ running fix me fix my problem the biggest lie is believing is that the problem is greater than him and the more he starts resting and not running the problem will bow down because even the stones will cry out and say he is lord because christ is in you you are understanding okay so it's not about a prayer they want me to pray i'll pray again they'll come back after 10 days i'll still be praying the problem will not get fixed and then you stop your prayer you realize you rest who you are you realize that any your problem got fixed okay see this let me read other questions how do i get how do how to use the fruit of the spirit example how to use the spirit of temperance self control like i want to study but i get distracted by the phone <laughs> lock the phone up in the cupboard <laughs> do that you know all of these things are training like someone said i don't have netflix now i'm not one of those you know like you can have all things but learn to govern them in the midst of them i have netflix but i don't allow netflix to rule me so i told you i don't watch i try not to watch series cuz then you get like hooked in it so even if i do watch a series i finish it all in one day i know at least it's not like every day you know i'm doing it but i'm i'm just saying that you're in this world but not of this world so you sanctify it so you know that you know that the the phone is distracting yeah that's it but i am self control this is not i am i rule over it i have power over it do i drink of course i drink i like wine i like some drinks but i'm not an alcoholic okay is smoking sin thou shall not smoke thou shall not have caffeine sugar it's about ruling over it this all all of these things come from the world seriously okay i like someone's explanation he's saying if god wanted you to smoke he'd make your nostrils the other way around like a chimney <laughs> smoke would go out it's not your smoking or not smoking whether you're you know you're in crisis the blood so it's the blood you're in christ by the blood your inheritance is by blood so it's a son who smokes a son who doesn't smoke that is the truth okay but as a son you don't let it rule you 
so don't be so addictive that you can't you're just like no then it's ruling you the smoke you're taking a uh fag once in a while which is fine but now now don't write to me and now he who has ears let him hear this okay if it's good for you do it if it's not don't do it anyway this body is not getting life from the things you do it's getting life from your holy spirit and when the holy spirit is in you naturally you'll want to stay away from certain things and he'll lead you into certain things okay now don't write to me anyways you're all smart you all don't write to me such questions um one second um can you speak about prayer in the past three uh, in the past week three people have who are really sick have asked me for prayer i have shared the sonship with them they agree with me but still looking for prayer one person okay um see like i said um you you know you're waking up to who you are like um joel okay he goes and if he sees anyone sick and he's he's trained that muscle of like speak and get that person healed okay so he'll speak it he'll lay hands he'll command that sickness and the more you start doing it you'll realize you start reigning in that area and so start doing it jesus is not praying for sickness he commands it out of the body okay but um, you can progressively go in that now if people come to me especially if they're sons i encourage and i tell them to rest i'm like i said before again i've had times where i've laid hands on people got them healed because it was emergency situation okay because the tech team would we had no body this is some time ago and there was no body and so i went to that person's home i was like no there's no room for this we can and then after that i didn't is because now you please grow because i want resurrection life in you will flow out and will do the the thing uh, some people say they know sanship but they don't just the fact that you said i know this and then you need to hear it again is because it's constant so it's not a one message and sometimes when christ says you know you can't put uh, new wine in old wine skin so it's very difficult if people have been in a certain way of doing things and thoughts and patterns so they're so used to that so to give them a new truth it just doesn't sit well and sometimes i know where some people are and i just let them let them be but go with the ones who want that life and you go ahead with that and like i said it's again the condition of the heart if you are here because god called you here because he knows that you're hearing it and he's taking you to greater truths i remember when i first met geetu uh after the long break i had not met her for a while and she was in other churches and geetu was in in need of constantly for agreement prayers and then if you have a habit it's a constant habit and then even as she started hearing truths suddenly everything left and now she's at a place of rest and i've seen geetu many years before and now christ has got formed in her in so many areas and that life is flowing out of her and she knows it she'll she'll agree and now even as she doesn't forget those things are submitting to her so you grow from truth to truth and in all things sons you have to co-labor with the holy spirit i'm co-laboring with the holy spirit in things which might be easy for you in your life but with me in certain areas it's really like oh i'm really co-laboring like i told you last week the way rishi reacts to certain things and then i will come and see the same problem i have different reactions going on <laughs> and you know i have to co-labor with the holy spirit and there there is patience and self-control to zip my mouth okay um see this <clears throat> so yeah so if like i said keep giving life keep speaking the life 
this is not about what you can do and what you can't do. Okay, don't come to me, pray, she doesn't pray. You will realize once you, you're waking up to who you are, you'll realize how foolish those things are. It's not that you can't, you can. But you, you don't need to. You are understanding. You're understanding these things, okay? Um, I am seeing a 70-year-old woman who is suffering of the lying symptoms of dementia. She is bedridden, all her joints are stiff. She can't speak, she can't eat, can't walk. There are two helpers who are cleaning her daily, feeding her. She's not responding currently. I see her weekly. I speak to her the knowledge of truth, who she is. I speak for a complete health which Jesus purchased by the stripes. She, he bought 2,000 years ago. How can I speak? for her or to her okay how do you speak to a person like i said it's you know i've realized like uh, divine health is got to do with co-laboring with the holy spirit now this is not about fixing others i'm talking about you and so you take it in small things like she said whether you pop a pill doesn't didn't pop a pill it doesn't affect your sonship another thing you know as you're growing up in sonship sons don't seek a word of god like people are constantly i need the word are you talking to me? Sons don't do that. Right now, whatever is in front of you is exactly what you're doing and what Christ is doing. Believe that. So we are not looking after the word or seeking the word. Christ is in you. You're born of the word. Just rest. That what you need to know, you know. What you're doing right now, it's all him in you doing it. You're one with him. You rest. Because if you go looking for a word, sometimes you can get misled also. Imagine Jesus looking for the word. What is the word? And then everyone is looking to him, but you are the word. Whatever he was speaking, it's all the word because you're born of the word. Now your truth, sons, is that you are born of the word of God and the word in you is a discerner between soul and spirit, division, dividing even to the intentions of people's heart. Because you're born of the word. What should I do in this situation, Father? I thank you, I'm born of the word. I know exactly what to do. Spirit of counsel, yeah, you're here. Spirit of wisdom, you're here. You're engaging with all of these spirits, okay? Um, I forgot the question. What should I do with her? I'd give her the sonship book, but I, I don't make, um, I don't micromanage everything. I'm not here to see everything get fixed. I'm here so that I am growing in my oneness with him. He is one with you. And so I'm just, uh, I grow in all of those areas. Like I, I told you once, I just wanted to exercise healing and I wanted to see how that works. And then I was growing in that. And then after in other things, like right now, I'm all about the fruits. And so self-control and patience. And that's what I'm doing and co-laboring with the Holy Spirit right now. That's what I am doing. And that's what you should be doing. So I understand that people come with all of their problems, but you can see even how Christ, he has all problems around him, but he's not becoming like one with the problem. He lay hands on somebody, he healed some lepers, he went. Maybe they got sick again if they don't know who they are in Christ. Okay, because after the cross, after Jesus died and rose again, then you became a son of God. That's when the Holy Spirit came and started dwelling in each one of you. And that person will have to start Maybe Paul was chosen, yeah, so listen to Paul and start waking up into who he is to have divine life flowing out of him. You are understanding what I'm saying, okay? So, um, like I said, it's not like a situation thing. There are so many people, I deal with them differently. Sometimes I give them the sonship book. Most times I tell people, please come and just keep listening to Beloved. How long? I said, keep listening till you get it. Till you stop coming to me to ask me the question. That's how many times you need to hear it. 
okay because after some time you won't come you'll realize that the word has in itself the truth that you need okay um <clears throat> Uh, yeah, so the last question someone asked about Ukraine, I think I've covered it. We are praying for the body, for the life. And for sons, yeah, in Ukraine, Father, I thank you that they're in you, they're hidden in Christ, and everything, wherever they are, there's life. And that they are being life-giving spirits to those around them. That's what we are praying for, okay? Um, any other questions? Anyone wants to ask? Sanctify yourself in all things. Okay, sickness, we don't pray, you command sickness, go lay hands on them, you don't even have to speak, and they'll get healed, they didn't get healed once, go again, then he didn't get healed second, go again, don't let they dying tell you you're not a son, it doesn't matter, you're still a son of God, and the word says you lay hands and they get well, that's it, you keep on doing it, keep on doing it, after some time, it will start sub submitting to you, because you're not letting the dead body tell you who you are. Okay, that's how uh, in all things it is. You're sanctifying yourself in all things. Sanctification simply means don't forget your origin, where you come from. You're a different species. Okay, we're sons of God. So I think I've covered a lot on uh, prayer, on things. So yeah, if people want to pray, pray, but take on to a higher truth. You don't need, open up the word. And like I said, even as you're waking up, waking up means what? you're realizing who you are. You'll stop a lot of things naturally, like how this knee pain goes. That's why just here, here, after some time, automatically, what is happening by hearing the lies are going. And so now that resurrection life that is constantly there and couldn't flow because of the bunch of lives, those lies have only gone. <laughs> now, and so to, to one, it has got healed, to someone else, they got a job, to somebody else, a father got healed. It was that life was in you only flowing out and touching everything that belongs to you, okay? And so, sort of like you were coming in the way, and now you got out of the way, okay? By not forgetting. So that's the truth. So let's take a tithe, a tithe. Just say this, Father, I'm a son in your kingdom. Jesus, you're my high priest. And right now, I give you a tithe of all the increase that you brought to my soul. And just begin to worship him. Jesus, we just thank you, thank you, thank you. Father, I just thank you. Just say this, my words are spirit and they are life. They will do what they were sent out to do and not return to me void. All that the Father has given me will come to me and I will lose nothing of it. My life comes from the Holy Spirit that is living in me. Not from the food I eat, not from what I drink, but from the life and the Holy Spirit that is in me. I have life in me because the Son has life in himself. <laughs>